Heisje. Listening to Saving Our Sisters podcast with your host, Vicki L. Kemp, author, Christian influencer, speaker, and mentor. This podcast is to empower and educate women across the globe to become better in life and living. Visit her at VickiLynnKemp.com where you'll find inspiration and encouragement. And also check out her latest products and services. What do you do when you don't know what to do? What do you do when you don't know what to say? What do you do when you just cannot seem to figure it out? What do you do when your mind is in shambles like, Lord, help me to deal with this situation because I've been dealing with it for so long and it's getting old. Hey, my sisters. Hey, Shugs. Welcome to the podcast, Saving Our Sisters. This is your girl, your host, Vicki L. Kemp. Welcome back to the conversation. If this is your first time, hey, thank you for being a part. Go ahead, move forward and invite somebody also to be a part of the conversation. We are moving, we are almost to episode 70. Super excited. Um, This podcast has been just an amazing tool to reach women across the globe. We are everywhere and I'm so excited that God put in me this vision to make this happen. So again, welcome, welcome, welcome to Saving Our Sisters. Um, It's a joy. I take so much delight and pleasure connecting, talking with you. Again, if you want to submit a theme or a subject to discuss, hey, write me, listen. Write me at VickiLynnKemp.com. Check me out on Instagram at Lady Vicky L. Kemp. And let's make it happen. I am open because, look, there's so much to talk about, right? Women, we always have so much to talk about. Uh, we never run out of subjects because we are just that way, right? But anyway, so I often hear women say, girl, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to get through this. I can't figure it out. Can y'all relate when I started off that intro? I've been there too many times. And I tell you what, so on this episode, I just want to give you some advice. Watch who you talk to. Y'all see how I got quiet for a minute? (laughs) I want that to soak. 
I want you to let that sink. Watch who you talk to. There will come a time in your life, if you haven't already been there, it may creep up on you where you're dealing with some situations where you don't know where to go. Um, you've been dealing with the situation too long. You're confused. You're sad. It's making you um, drop into a sunken place because you're like, Lord, listen, I've been dealing with this situation too long. Whether it be your finances, drama with your girlfriends, drama in your home, your relationship with your boyfriend, your fiance, your spouse or whatever. You just got a lot going on and you find it difficult because there's nobody to talk to. Listen, sometimes it's best that way. Sometimes you got to ride the waves. You got to chalk it up. You got to keep your mouth moving and you got to keep talking to God because listen, you don't have to worry about nobody telling your secrets. You don't have to worry about nobody releasing your drama. You're safe with God. You're safe with communing and talking to him. He will never tell your business. That's what I love about talking to the Lord. Listen, I have made several mistakes. I'm 53 going on 54 July 31st of this year. And I can tell you some lessons where I've talked out of turn, where I thought I could confide in the individual wrong, bump, negative, was not good. Um, because sometimes we get so vulnerable to the point we say, I want to talk to her. But God is telling you, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it, Vicki Kemp. So sisters, if you have a situation that you are dealing with, and you really need somebody to talk to. I mean, somebody that will give you sound advice, somebody with experience. Let me encourage you to pray first. Talk to somebody that will aid you and support you without harm. Somebody that's not going to tell your business down the line. I told um, some women at my church, I said, you know what? You got to be anointed to keep my secrets. And I say that because I'm a, a pastor's wife, a bishop's wife. And so sometimes we go through things that are just heavy and dark and, and, and weighty. And we want to talk about it. We want to share. But I've learned through trial and error, don't do it. And I'm so glad that God has graced me to have some supportive friends. I can go to them and I won't hear it again. But early on getting married, early on becoming a, a pastor's wife, I felt that I could share and I shared with the wrong people. Listen, some stuff will jack your house up. Some stuff will jack your character up. You are safe when you wait and discuss with the Lord. Lord, who should I talk to? And sometimes it's just wait. It's just good, excuse me, to wait on God for him to reveal, for him to give you truth. And it builds stamina. It builds strength in you. It builds tenacity when you can hang on to that situation without talking about it. But I'm glad now in life at the age of 53 for the past several, several years, I'm able to share with my girlfriends. 
and they give me the best advice. I have some beautiful mentors that I am able to share with and they tell me all about myself. And one thing about having a good friend, one thing about having some good girlfriends, they will tell you the truth and not worry about hurting your feelings. That's when you know they have your best interest at heart. That's when you know they care about you, they support you, and they are not worried about you getting mad. Have you ever had a good girlfriend, you told them your stuff, and they got you all the way together, and you sat up there and you got mad? But later on, you said, you know what? I appreciate that. I thank God that they told me the truth. Why tell your secrets in your and the posture of your heart to somebody and they don't share truth with you. They're not helping you. They're just aiding your emotions, right? They are just making you and allowing you to continue to stay making wrong turns, wrong decisions, and it's not good. Y'all feel me? It's not good. Wisdom is the principal thing. There's a scripture in the word of God. I don't quite know where it's at, but there's a scripture in the word of God that says the fateful wounds of a friend is better than the kiss of an enemy. Whoa, that's powerful. That's powerful. So what is that scripture saying? It is better that a friend tell you the truth, get you together. And even if it wound you, even if it hurts your feelings, rather than taking counsel with a hater, somebody that's jealous of you, somebody that really mean you harm and not good, they do not have your back. Taking counsel with an enemy. Who does that? I did it before and it came back to haunt me. I've did that before and it hurt me even worse. I've did that before thinking this sister was my friend and they was not. But whose fault was it? My fault. It was my fault because I did not listen to the voice of God when God said, no, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't talk to her about that. Keep that to yourself. Wait, put some prayer on it. Learn the art of being silent. But these emotions and this flesh wants to get it out, wants to talk about it, can't wait to share because we feel we need the answer right now. We feel we need to be cuddled and we need to be supported right now. When the Holy Spirit is saying, girl, wait, don't do yourself like that. You better wait. So my sisters, listen to me. The art of silence is so powerful. I can remember one of my mentors, Lady Phyllis Thomas. She's the first lady of Showers of Blessings in Sacramento, California. And she told me, she said, Vicki, the art of being silent is so powerful. When you are silent, quiet, I'm just saying just straight quiet. You are allowing your spirit man to be fed by God. People don't know what you're thinking. They don't know your next move. They don't know what you are processing. And I said, 
That's pretty powerful. You know, sometimes we already know, (laughs) we already know, but it's just good to hear it again. It's just good to be affirmed. It's just good to be reminded of basically shut your mouth, hold your peace, keep your secrets. Have you ever just, um, I heard my girlfriend say she walked in a room one time and all eyes was on her. She was like, why is everybody looking at me? Because somebody told her stuff. Not good, not cool. And it's a beautiful thing when you can literally go through and have faith to know you're coming out. It's a powerful thing when you can go through trials and situations and drama and know that you are coming out on the other side victoriously, triumphantly. Have y'all ever been there? Can y'all relate to what I am saying? It's a beautiful thing to know that you have been lied on. Uh Uh-huh, I said that. I said that. (laughs) I know y'all can relate to what I'm saying. It's a beautiful thing when you know you have been lied on and you know you stand in a place of righteousness and you can literally hold your peace without acting out of your character, without retaliating, without wanting vengeance. Well, wait a minute. Let me just say, let me just say, sometimes it's flesh wants vengeance. Mm -hmm. Come on, let's just take a minute and tell the truth. We're human. God knows he's already seen it. He already heard it. He's acquainted with us. He created us. He knows the posture of our heart. Sometimes we want to pay them back. Sometimes we want them to feel the pain and the pressure and the sadness. And I might say the depression that they have placed upon us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I've been there too. But the Lord says, vengeance is mine, said the Lord. He said, I shall repay. And I said, okay, God, I hear you. Okay, God, I'm going to just take a back seat and I'm going to watch you work. I'm going to take a back seat and I'm going to watch you handle it. I'm going to take a back seat and watch you recompense for my good. Y'all hear me? Think about that. Think about that. I'm going to sit back. Listen, sisters, sit back. And watch God recompense you for all payment of loss, pain, mistreatment, abandonment, watching work in your favor. Because we serve that kind of God. If you serve the God that I got, that if you serve the God that I serve, he works things out just like that. But here's the thing. You have to take full responsibility when it's your fault. You have to take full responsibility when you've said too much. You have to take responsibility when you know you should have closed your mouth, right? Just don't do it again. And sometimes it takes work and sometimes it takes effort. For some people, talking a lot have been your resume. Ooh, ooh, that was deep. Talking a lot has been your resume. That sounds ugly, huh? But truth is a good thing. Truth 
as a reality. We take heed from truth and we begin to move different. We begin to maneuver different, right? That's the beauty of taking heed to truth. That's the beauty of saying, yes, that was once me and I'm going to do better. I'm going to do better. I'm going to move better. I'm going to speak better. I'm going to talk less. It's a beautiful thing. Um, And I want to say something, too. If you are trying to build a brand, write a book, um, a lot of entrepreneurs out there, you're trying to do your thing. I see you and keep doing it. Make it happen. If God brought you to it, he will bring you through it. But here's the thing. Sometimes we got to keep quiet until it unfolds and allow God to manifest it. Because I've learned one thing I have learned from my husband that is so powerful. We've been married going on almost 30 years, March 3rd, March 21st. Oops, March 21st. Super excited. Have learned so much from this incredible man. He said, babe, listen, you can't tell everybody your secrets. You cannot tell everybody what you are creating. Because folks steal stuff. (laughs) What? Let me say that for the people in the back. You cannot tell everybody what you are creating because people steal stuff. They will take your vision and make it their own. Hold it, sisters. They will take your creativity that you have shared with them as if they created it. They will take ownership and put out the book and the title before you even complete writing the book. We live in a cold world. It's what it is. But if you would just hold your peace and let them see it, it will be so powerful and you'll be so proud of yourself. Know who to talk to, know who to share with, know who your supporting cast is. You cannot let everybody sit on the front row of your life. Some people, you got to escort them to the balcony. I've heard somebody say you cannot even let everybody come into your house. They ring your doorbell, knock on your door. Let them stay on the porch. Y'all, do y'all feel do you get the analogies that I'm trying to get you to see? Don't let everybody into your intercourt, right? Don't let everybody into your heart. I remember, oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. I remember one time I was in a convocation in San Jose, California at the Marriott Hotel. Excuse me, it was Oakland. It was Oakland at the Marriott Hotel on Broadway. And it was a cameraman close to our family. And he said, um, Lady Kim, can I talk to you? And I said, sure. He said, how you doing? He said, I've been watching you. He said, you love people so hard. But can I give you some advice? Are you open to receive? Did y'all catch that? He said, are you open to receive? I said, absolutely. If it's for my good, if it's for my betterment, of course, I will receive. He said, The Lord told me to tell you to wear people as loose garments. I said, huh? Because, you know, I'm a processor. You got to break it down for me. I said, what? He said, the Lord told me to tell you to wear people as loose garments. 
I said, okay, can you just expound on that? He said, you know how you put pajamas on, you're, you're going to bed and you're putting on just old grandma pajamas. And um, I said, yeah. He said, and they're comfortable. He said, don't put on people to the point where, let me get it right. He said, don't put on people and wear them so tight that your life begins to be uncomfortable. Wear them loose. Put on a pair of big pajamas and wear them loose. Y'all catch that? Study that. Y'all, y'all going to get that as my husband say. Y'all going to get that in a minute. And I said, I receive it. He said, don't allow people to sit so close in your life because there's a lot of fishes in the sea. And you don't know who's who sometimes. Always walk into the spirit, walk in the spirit of discernment, especially because who you are being a pastor's wife, you can't allow everybody to be your homie and your friend. I thought about that. And from that day forward, I began to move differently. And so now later on in life, fast forward years later, I've had a lot of mistakes. I'm going to be honest, but I've learned from those mistakes. I've learned that just because a conversation sounds good, it doesn't mean it's for your good. I've learned that just because people, women want to befriend you, it doesn't mean that they're supposed to be your ace, your number one, your day one, right? Your homie, your should. They are supposed to be an acquaintance, Mm -hmm. a co-laborer. You have to know where to file them. Where to file them? Um, are they your BFF? Um, are they your day ones? Are they, are they just acquaintances? Are they enemies? Are they friendly enemies? What is the role in your life? What role do they play in your life? And I am a firm believer of praying through. Like some people come into your life on an assignment to jack you all the way up. To mess up your character. Y'all hear me? I really want you to hear me, sisters. You have to know what that person's purpose is. Why is that person there to serve you? Know the difference. It's very vital that we know the difference. Um, There's a quote years ago that I've heard, um, and it's so powerful. People come into your life for a reason, season, or a lifetime. And sometimes that's so true. I've had women to come into my life, like my village now, they are there for a lifetime. And I'm so grateful. I have people that have come for a season. And like I just said, people are on assignment and they've come for a reason. And it wasn't good reasons. And... I've had people that come with women that have come into my life for reasons that have fulfilled um, a need that I needed. Y'all feel what I'm saying? They've been a blessing. They've come for a reason because God sent them to pour into me that I might receive a word. They come into my life to share goodness and beautiful things. And I just appreciate now where I am in, Lord, in the Lord that I know the difference. Sisters, know the difference. That's what I'm coming to and I'm coming to a close. <laughs> I feel like I'm at church preaching. I'm coming to a close. 
But know the difference. Know the why. Know the reason. And you will save yourself from a lot of pain. Have any of you listening to me been associated with deep pain? Pain is cold. Pain is heavy. Pain is hurtful. But pain will allow you to grow up and mature and evolve. I've been through so many painful situations and you cannot pay me to make the same mistake and do it over again and have a life full of regrets. No, 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 no. Not this part in my life. Not later on. I'm a grown woman now. I'm a big girl now. So my sisters, I really want to encourage you to know what you know. Know when to speak, when not to speak. Know who to talk to, who not to talk to. Let your destiny and your purpose be led by the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. Know who is supposed to be on your journey with you. Think Think about Ruth and Naomi. One of my favorite stories in the word of God. Ruth wanted to go with Naomi. She wanted to know her God. Y'all got to read the story. Check it out. She wanted to be, be even buried where Naomi wanted to be buried. She said, I want to know your God because she's seen Naomi's life. She's seen the road that Naomi had traveled. It started off with three of them, Orpah, Ruth, and Naomi. They all were married and all of their husbands died. And Naomi said, I need y'all to return back to your people. I have nothing else to give you. My husband gone. You both married my sons. They are gone. I'm too old to have any more sons. Time is against me. Return back to your people. Return back. Go home to your own mother. Orpah kisses Ruth. I mean, excuse me, Naomi. She returned. And it didn't mean that she was a bad person. It just meant that Orpah's time with them was over. Her part in the story was over. So sometimes when we depart with women, we don't have to fall out. We don't have to get mad. We don't have to make the gift of goodbye look to look ugly. It just means the part of the story with that sister over there and over there, it's over. But unlike Ruth on the other side, she said, I'm going with Suge. <laughs> I'm sorry. Y'all know y'all seen the, the color purple. She's like, I'm going with you, Naomi. I'm following you. I love the story. Read it. It's in Ruth. It's a beautiful story of powerful women that have um, experienced pain at the same time. Hardship, embarrassment. Naomi had to go back with nothing, but she had the courage to go back. And Ruth said, I don't care what you don't have. I don't care what you might have gone through. I've been with you and I admire the grace on your life. I admire how you handle situations when under pressure. I admire the mother that you were to your sons and the mother-in-law that you were to me. I'm going with you. Listen, hook up with the sister that's going to help you without harm. 
Hook up with the sister. That means you good, gooder, and gooder. Y'all caught that. Y'all caught that Ebonics. Hook up with somebody that's going to support you even when you're not good. They're going to support you and see the good in you even when you're down, even when you make the worst of mistakes. Even when you're acting out of character, they're going to say, "Uh, uh, uh-uh-uh, you're better than this. Don't be doing that, girl. You know you were built for this. That's the kind of sisters we need. That's the kind of sisterhood you need to be um, associated with. Somebody that's going to support you and get you all the way together, even when you are out of order. I see you, sisters. I see you trying. I see you maneuvering. I see you trying to figure it out. I see you praying. I see you talking to God. If you don't remember nothing I said, go back and do the replay. (laughs) Go back and do the replay. But I'm so sincere. I had to make you laugh. I'm so sincere. Keep your mouth moving and keep talking to God. And when you feel alone, know that God is with you. When you feel alone, know that there is somebody, there's a sister out there praying for you. Even when you can't feel it, somebody has your back. Sometimes we're looking for that sister to have our back when that's not the right one. It's the other one that people think that is a lesser than. That's the one that is for you. And until the next time we talk, I see you, my sisters. I'm praying for you. I'm cheering for you. Keep soaring. Blessings. Hey, Shook.